Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Building Your Best Career. Today we're going to talk about listening. As a leader or supervisor or friend, family member, do you ever feel like you constantly have to say the same thing over and over and over again? Do you feel like you're constantly telling your team the same thing and then you're scratching your head trying to figure out why it is that they're not doing what it is that you're asking them to do? Do you try to tell them how to do something in different ways, different times, and yet you just keep coming back to the same outcome that doesn't meet what it is that you're looking for? Have you ever asked them why? I mean, really ask them about what it is that's going on, okay? And I'm not talking about being accusatory or demeaning or picking at them because they're not doing what it is. I'm not talking about reprimanding them. I'm talking about having a conversation with whomever it is that you feel like you are talking to over and over and ask them, you know, I asked you to do X, Y, and Z, or I recommended that you do this, or you asked me how to do this and I explained it this way, but you came back and gave me this. Could you tell me a little bit about why that is? Or could you tell me a little bit about how you went about doing this? Ask them about why it is that they did or how it is that they came up with what it is that they did that is so different than what you had in mind, okay? When you ask them this question, and if you have asked them this question in the past, did you listen to the answer? Did you ask them questions about the process or approach and really listen to what it is that they were telling you about how they got from point A to point B? Let me give you an example. Say you're a, a project manager and you've got an employee who is not brand new at their job but been doing this for a little while and they are constantly coming up with different results than you think that they should have. Or perhaps they go about things in a very strange way or very illogical to your mind. Doesn't necessarily mean that it is illogical but to you it seems very odd that this is how they're going about things. Have you ever asked them why they go from point A to point B or how they came up with the results? And then did you listen to that and hear them tell you that this is what I learned or this is what I heard you say or this is what I thought you wanted me to do or this is the result I thought you were looking for? So often we don't actually listen when someone else begins to speak, and this happens, think about it, this happens all the time, not just at work, perhaps with your spouse, perhaps with your family, perhaps with your kids, perhaps with your friends, okay? So often we don't listen 
to what it is the other person is saying. They start speaking and we're often running in our head about how we're going to respond or what we have to do next in the conversation or having a witty retort, having something cheeky to say so that we can be funny, having the right answer because we're assuming already that they don't know what the heck they're doing and we're going to have to step them through it, what we're going to have for lunch, what we have on our list of to-dos for this afternoon, anything but really listening to what they're saying. Now, I get it. Some people are really long-winded. I can go on and on and on on a tangent sometimes. Okay, Many of us can. Many of us talk at different paces or we talk at different levels. We talk differently than others and this is boring or remedial or uninteresting or just plain frustrating to the listener. The key thing I want to talk about here is sometimes we naturally assume we know what that person's already going to say. We think we know what it is that's going on without even hearing what it is that they're going to tell us and then we turn it out. You might even be sitting at your desk reading an email, checking your texts, looking at your to-do list, shopping on Amazon, doing anything and everything except listening to the answer to the question that you just posed. What if the information that they're about to provide you is going to clearly tell you exactly what the problem is? Have you considered that? Have you considered that whatever they're going to tell you will actually solve your problem. I would argue that often we don't. We don't consider that we're actually going to get information because we just assume uh, they're going to say something that makes no sense. I'm going to have to walk them through this again, explain it to them again, and we're just going to keep doing this dance. I find so often when I'm talking with my coaching clients or colleagues that so many work frustrations and challenges are really stemmed from the lack of listening on all sides. And even as supervisors, think about this from an employee standpoint. How many times have you given a staff member or an employee or a subordinate instructions on what it is that you want them to do and you know in the back of your mind that they are not listening to what it is that you're saying because again they're doing the same thing they're assuming they know exactly what it is that you're telling them to do yeah 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 whatever I got this I'll be back with whatever it is you want in a couple of hours and we can talk about it then and then they come back and it's wrong and then everybody's frustrated everybody's grumpy the the more times you go through this iteration the more frustrated the tenser the relationships get and the more difficult it is to do our jobs, all because we're not listening. One of the things that I find with the problem with listening is that even if people are listening, we all come with different perspectives. We all come with different experience, different biases, different backgrounds, different understandings, different jargon, different language, so many differences to our background that we hear and learn and understand things differently. Everybody has a different learning style. Everybody has kind of their own flair for how they do things. So when we're having a conversation with somebody, 
perhaps it's the first time you have a conversation with somebody that works for you and you're explaining to them how you like to have something done. Number one, it's important for you to be very clear in what it is that you want. Very clear in what your expectations are, timeline, what it should look like, how you want them to get from point A to B, where or how they're supposed to get the resources to do whatever it is that you want them to do, exactly how much time you feel that it should take them, and how to get in touch with you and when to get in touch with you should they have questions along the way. Once you are clear in what it is that you are communicating to them, it's really, really helpful to ask them to tell you what it is that they hear. Now, I talk about this with folks all the time and I, I can see and hear the eye roll right now on the other side of this microphone that you're saying, okay, Kelly, so now I'm supposed to ask them to regurgitate whatever information I just provided them like they're six. Yes and no. Okay. I am telling you that you should get that information back from them. Am I asking you to or suggesting you to speak to them like they are children and need to feed it back to you spoon like that? No. I'm not suggesting that, but a few questions asking them about what it is that they heard can be so helpful. It can help avoid having to do rework. It can save costs because you're not spending all of this time and money working on something that they're doing it the wrong way and then they're just going to have to redo it the, again. How many hours are they spending of their workday on a project if they're not hearing what it is that you're looking for them to do? The trick here, and this is where our, our creative communication comes in, especially as leaders, is asking questions that are going to be helpful without being obnoxious or demeaning. Simple things like, do you have ideas on how you would tackle this? I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on the approach of getting there. What are you thinking with respect to solving this problem? Do you have ideas about what the challenges are we're facing here okay things like that rather than something along the lines of could you please repeat back to me what it is that I just said to you tell me exactly how it is that you're gonna go about doing this okay now if you are having repeated problems with an employee and you have to keep going back and back and back because you have not done this or perhaps you have and you guys just keep talking past one another then at that point, yes, maybe you need to break it down a little bit more simply and ask them to repeat what it is they heard because they may be hearing something completely different. It's very interesting to talk to somebody and tell them about something you are experiencing or thinking or feeling or wanting to do or describing and then having them give you their version of what it is they heard. Do you remember the game, when we were kids, we used to play the game telephone. I feel like it was something you played in elementary school, where you sit down on a long, on a line in the gym, and, and the kids all sit side by side by side, and you start at one end, you whisper something to the kid on the end, and they pass it all along down the line to the end, and then you listen to the kid on the other end of what it is that they heard, and how the message gets changed and contorted along the way. This all goes with communication. It's not a problem. It's not something wrong. No one did anything wrong. This is just how communication goes. As we pass information from one person to another, the message gets simplified. It gets 
kind of personalized for the person that's explaining the message. They incorporate their biases or thoughts or ideas. They embellish. Maybe they use slang. Maybe they are not the same communicator that you are. Perhaps there's swear words in there. Perhaps there's shortened versions, abbreviations, all kinds of things, okay? There's definitely going to be interpretations made on what it is that they think you are saying to them. So if you're telling somebody, all right, I want you to go and draft a letter to send to a client, and I want you to communicate to the client these three things, okay? Seems very logical to you, because in your mind, you are envisioning what this letter is going to look like. You're envisioning how you would craft the language to communicate these three things to the client. You're envisioning your voice and how it would sound in that letter to the client. Your level of professionalism, your level of snark, your level of detail, whether or not you are a wordy kind of a communicator or a very short and succinct kind of communicator, you are already in your mind coming up with what this letter would sound like. Yet you are simply telling your employee, go and craft this letter with these three bullet points or these three pieces of information and send it back to me. Now when they come back with the letter and it is written in bullets or it is written in long hand, or it is written very familiarly because they're assuming that you're very familiar with this client, or it's written very professionally or very formally and you're thinking the opposite. Doesn't mean that the letter is wrong, but if you wanted specific things to be incorporated in that, you needed to be very clear in what it is that you're telling your employee to do because they're going to interpret, they are going to put their own assumptions on there and that is going to help mold how they create that letter. Now, some would say that's really micromanaging, Kelly. If I need to go and tell them that they need to write the letter in bullet points in this tone of voice, with this kind of a spin and this level of familiarity, I might as well write the letter yourself. You're absolutely right. If you are going to expect that that letter be exactly how you would write it, then you should just write it yourself. Unless this is someone you have worked with for years and they know your tone of voice, they know your personality, they know your relationship with that client. Even still, you're going to experience a little bit of shift there, though, because they are not you. They are a different person, different mind. They are not going to be able to put your voice on paper perfectly. So when we give our employees direction, we need to be thinking about that. We need to be gaming it out in our head of how much information we need to provide this employee, how much detail of what it is that we're looking to get. And some of this takes time. Some of this takes working with that person for a little bit, seeing what it is that they're going to bring to you, their style, their level of effort, their dedication, whether or not they work similar to you. All of those things need to be coming into your mind when you are communicating to these people. Some of that comes from listening to their feedback. If you are asking your employee to write this letter and they come back and you're reading the letter and it doesn't say anything remotely close to what it is that you were thinking it would say, perhaps say to them, this is not what I was thinking, 
while it's drafted lovely, what did you hear me ask you to do? Or what did you think that I was asking you to do? How did you come up with this letter? Where did you get the information that you used to craft this? What were you planning on communicating to them by these three bullets or these three messages, whatever it may be. Ask them about how they crafted the letter and then listen. Really listen to what it is that they're asking you or telling you about what they did. Try not to multitask while you're having this conversation. Look them in the eye and really hear what they're telling you. Process it and think for a minute because the more we take this time, particularly early on with our, our teams and our staff, the more you will get an understanding of how that person works, how that person thinks, how that person hears what you are talking about. And it may seem like an exhaustive exercise to do this with all of your employees or whomever it is that you're delegating to. But again, a little bit up front goes a long way because you will be able to understand how they process whatever information it is that you're giving them so that you can be very clear in what you're asking them to do. It will cut out rework and fixing mistakes, frustration, and anxiety amongst the team because there's tension, because they're not doing what you've asked them to do because they heard something different. They understood something different. I find so often that we're very quick to complain almost internally or on the side with our the folks at our level or at somebody you can trust complain about our employees not doing what they're supposed to be doing. We assume that perhaps they're lazy or they don't have enough bandwidth or they don't have the capability when so often it really stems from lack of clear communication, lack of them really listening and hearing what it is that we are asking them to do, and vice versa, us listening to the feedback and their understanding of what we've asked them to do. Clearly communicating. And again, this is a bit of a nuanced approach in leadership in our communications because the last thing you want to do, particularly in the beginning, is ask really obnoxious questions like, now please repeat back what it is that you heard me say to you, okay? And a lot of this as leaders is on us to be paying attention to how they learn, how they listen, how they understand, and adapting our messaging for our employees, adapting our instructions and our direction and our leadership approach to how they need it to be given to them. If they are somebody that is very intuitive and already seems like they're on board and, and very aligned with your type of thinking and they're going to run off and craft this letter to the client and it's going to sound better than anything you could do, great, great. But still, you want to be paying attention to why that is paying attention to what instructions you gave that employer, what description, what explanation, what type of a conversation did you have? Were they really listening to you? They may just be really in tuned with the approach that you're going. Great. Great. That's someone that you can rely upon for many things. But be mindful of leaning on that too much sometimes. 
right? Sometimes we just make assumptions that, oh, they've been doing this great over and over, and then we become lax in our communication and, oh, go and do this, write this letter to such and such a client and tell them this. And then they come back and it's completely different and you're thinking, wait a second, did they not listen to what it is that I wanted them to do? They always do such a good job. What's going on here? Could it be that you were not giving them all of the information? Could it be that they've assumed that they've been doing such a great job and you haven't given many edits on the last that they were not listening? Okay, again, listening and hearing what's going on back and forth, asking questions and processing the answers that we are getting and giving, so important to efficiency within our organization, within our teams, within our business. Especially these days, now that we are largely virtual and we're talking to our staff on the phone or on Zoom, we're not in person, it's a little bit more difficult to build that rapport that we have in person. It's really important to be focusing on our listening skills. It's really important to be reading between the lines and really hearing what others are telling us. When you're asking questions from your staff or they're asking questions from you, really being engaged, looking them in the eye, not doing whatever other thing you've got going on on your computer, not checking email while you're on a Zoom meeting, not checking your text messages while you're on a conference call, when you are talking to your staff or you're talking to your boss, it's very important to be listening. And again, I hear the eye roll because this sounds great and in practice, for the most part, it should be. But we don't do it all the time. We really don't. And we're all guilty of wandering off into space in our mind, thinking about a million other things as opposed to what it is that we're doing at the moment. But if we are listening to what we are being told and we're really taking stock of it, asking questions, being engaged, it's amazing how much of the rework and aggravation can be cut out. As a supervisor, when you are dealing with a team that is struggling, it's important to ask them questions and listen to what they're telling you. You may already have all kinds of assumptions about what it is that they're going to say. In fact, you've probably already assessed what the problem is and have it all worked out in your head. I'm going to ask them a few questions and this is how I'm going to roll out the solution. As leaders, this is what we do. We think strategically. We think about problem solving. We think about plugging the holes of what's going on, what the problems are. But it's important to first listen. If you've already come up with the answer to the problem because you were thinking ahead and you were in the know of what it is that's going on, great. You've already come up with the answer. But it is okay as a leader to be able to say, you know what, that's a really great point. That's a really great observation. I hear what you're saying. And we do need to come up with a better way of doing this. We do need to adjust the way we do this. We do need to strategize our, our next steps here. You can think on the fly and come up with a solution right then, or you can say to them, 
give me a couple of hours, give me a couple of days, and we will come up with a better way of doing this so that everybody can be more productive. Think about the letter. If you ask your employee to go and do this letter and they come back and they give you something that doesn't look like anything that you have, anything you were thinking, then perhaps you ask them, could you please tell me a little bit about what you were thinking I asked you to do because I think we have a disconnect here and I want to be clear or I want to be sure that I didn't explain this incorrectly. Take the onus on yourself. Take it on you to say, perhaps I wasn't clear in what it was that I was asking. I know I was really busy when you came in and I might not have been uh, detailed enough in what it was that I was looking for. Could you tell me why you came up with this or how you came up with this, this email or what your strategy was here and see what they say. The information that they provide is invaluable because it will tell you what they heard and why they did what they did so that in the future you can minimize that miscommunication. Listening is a very underrated skill and it is definitely something that we have to constantly practice at. We live in an age where the philosophy of multitasking is debated widely and whether or not you can or can't do it and when you can do it. Regardless of whether you can or can't, we are all often multitasking. We are all in our minds doing three and four and five things, thinking five steps ahead. It's just the nature of who we are. We're constantly thinking about different things. And this really muddies our communication skills. So it's so important to listen to what's going on. It is a powerful thing when you sit back and really hear what's going on. Try it in your next meeting. Try it with your next staff meeting or your next team meeting to really just sit and listen to what your employees are saying. Perhaps appoint somebody else to run the meeting periodically so that you can just sit back and really take in what your employees are saying. It's such an interesting experiment because you hear things that you normally wouldn't because you're focused on running the meeting, you're focused on making sure you get through the agenda, you're making sure that you're getting everything done in the time frame you set aside, you're making sure that you followed up on all of the different things. Try appointing somebody else to run a meeting once in a while and see if you can't just sit back and really listen and observe what's going on. I'd love to hear the things that you learn because it's such an eye-opening experience to really be that fly on the wall and absorb the information. It will make you a better leader. It will make your team a more homogenized team because they will feel heard. If you are taking that information and utilizing it when you communicate with your team, while you're explaining what it is that you want them to do, while you're describing your activities or your goals or your objectives. If you incorporate the things that you are hearing, it just makes you so much more of a powerful leader in how you bring people together. All right, well, you've listened to me long enough, so go forth and listen 
to the rest of your conversations today and see what it is that you come up with. Consider it a fun little experiment of just spending a little bit more time listening today and see what it is that you might discover. I hope you have a great rest of the week. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out because after all, there's only one you.